In the last few episodes, we've focused on gifts we can give ourselves during the holidays and beyond, making sure that on our list of people we need to buy presents for, we are on it as well. And in the past two episodes, I've suggested that the gift of flow and the gift of self-forgiveness, and as we navigate the hustle and bustle of the holiday season and set our intentions for the new year, let's also consider giving ourselves the gift of breath. Hello, I'm Nassim, and welcome to Becoming My Stronger Me, a podcast designed to help you become stronger in mind, body, and heart. Up until a few years ago, my journey was pretty linear, following a traditional path. And then, in a perfect storm of circumstances, I pivoted to pursue a more fulfilling and meaningful life. Join me as I share what I've learned about myself that's helped me to become my stronger me. The holiday season can be a whirlwind of joy, but it often comes with its fair share of stress. And as we embark on the journey of setting new goals for the upcoming year, why not gift ourselves something simple, something we always have with us, yet something immensely powerful, the gift of breath. Today, we'll dive into the research and theories on breathwork and understanding how intentional breathing can not only be our anchor to get us through the holidays, but also enhance our new year. The information I'll be sharing today is primarily from an article from the Cleveland Clinic entitled Breathwork for Beginners, What to Know and How to Get Started. And you can find a link to this article in the show notes. In the article, functional and integrative medicine specialist, Dr. Melissa Young, explains the science of breathing and how embracing the art of breath work can bring you peace and calm that you crave even in life's most hectic moments. So what is breath work? Breath work refers to breathing techniques that intentionally channel and focus the breath. For thousands of years, Eastern medicine practices, including traditional Chinese medicine, have employed breathing techniques to calm the body and the mind. Dr. Young explains that our minds tend to be very active, often thinking about the past and worrying about the future instead of residing in the moment. And this kind of activation can lead to the activation of stress hormones for extended periods of time, which can have adverse effects on our bodies. And as we know from the research, chronic stress increases the risk of all sorts of diseases and disease processes in our body. Research has shown that, and it's no surprise, that mental and emotional stress can manifest in physical ways, playing a role in issues like aches and pains, digestive problems, headaches, high blood pressure, insomnia, muscle tension, a weakened immune system. And so finding stress management techniques, including breath work, are a way for us to help 
step back, step back from the chaos and keep our mind and body healthy. Breath work can help calm us down. It can help move our body and our mind out of a fight or flight mode. So what do I mean by fight or flight? Our autonomic nervous system consists of two basic parts, two basic processes. Our sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for what we're calling fight or flight. And this response is a system's activity and it increases when we're stressed or in danger. This fight or flight mode is really helpful when we're being chased by a bear or fleeing from a burning building. But what we're finding is that these days, many of us and many of our bodies sit in this mental fight or flight mode, even when our bodies are not under physical stress. So think about work deadlines, upsetting news headlines, financial worries, arguments with your spouse, with your children, the stress of the holidays, whatever might be causing that additional stress response in your body. The other part of our autonomic nervous system is our parasympathetic nervous system. And this is our rest and digest part of our brain that's responsible for relaxing our body after periods of stress or danger. It's also what kicks in to help us digest our food after a big meal. So in order to counteract an overactive sympathetic nervous system, we need to find ways to activate our parasympathetic nervous system to help de-escalate and de-stress our bodies, which of course can lead to all sorts of positive feelings. Breathwork is one of those accessible wellness practices that are out there that anyone can do regardless of age or medical condition, physical capability, as long as you can breathe, you can find that these breathing techniques could work for you. But it's really important to find particular techniques that fit you. There are a variety of breathwork techniques that you can try. All of them, of course, have a similar goal of helping you to de-stress. And it'll be important as I share these different techniques, if you haven't tried them, try them and then find the technique that really resonates with you. There are so many. So if you Google, there'll be more than the basic ones that I'm sharing today. Before I get into specific techniques, let me just share that I have started to incorporate very intentional breath work every morning before I start my workout and also throughout the day as I'm running out and about or need a moment to collect myself, I've been incorporating breath work as needed. And what I'm finding is that there are certain breathing patterns that are easier at certain points in time and other ones that are more beneficial at other points in time, depending on the situation around me and the context I'm in. So I'll try to point these out as I share these techniques. So let's take a look at the different types of breathwork practices and what they can do for you and when you might try them. So let's start with diaphragmic breathing. When you do diaphragmic breathing or 
belly breathing, as you might have heard it called, you engage your diaphragm, that really powerful muscle at the base of your lungs. And this abdominal breathing or belly breathing or diaphragmic breathing, as it's called, has been shown to lower your blood pressure and your heart rate. And it's really beneficial with people with lung conditions. Dr. Young shares in this article that is a really good starting point for people who are getting into breath work. Because this kind of breath work you can do sitting down, lying down, face down, on your back, and you're basically very gently allowing your belly to rise as you inhale and collapse as you exhale. It is a really great way to relax and relieve stress. For me, this is what I start my day with. And I start it in a 6-4-10 breathing pattern. I breathe in, which means my belly expands for six, a count of six. I hold that for a count of four. All of this is being done breathing through my nose and then slowly exhaling for a count of 10. And remember in belly breathing or diaphragmic breathing, when you exhale, your stomach collapses in and pushes the air out. The 6-4-10 has become my favorite breathing pattern. However, I didn't start at a 6-4-10. So for those of you who are going to try this and are very new to breathwork techniques, start with a different rhythm and then work your way up to a 6-4-10. I have found that this breathing pattern, even as simple as two or three breaths of it, almost instantly calms my mind and slows my heart rate down. So it's really great to tap into in times of stress. Another breathing technique is box breathing. Box breathing is also very simple. And many people who do yoga or in their deep breathing will use box breathing. And like a box, this breathing pattern has four sides, basically four steps to the technique. So you inhale for four, a count of four. You hold your breath for a count of four. You exhale for a count of four. And you hold that exhale for a count of four. So inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, and hold for four. And repeat. Box breathing is really great. And you can try it anywhere. You can do it from your desk at work. You can do it while you're driving. Now, I wouldn't close your eyes, but you can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're watching a kid's soccer game. You could do it while you're grabbing coffee at your favorite coffee shop. It is a very, very easy breathing pattern to do at any point in time. And once you get good at it, it doesn't require a lot of thought. Another breathing technique is the alternate nostril breathing technique. And sometimes this is called channel clearing breath, where you alternate your nostril breathing. Historically, it's been said to clear energy blockages and bring inner balance. Of course, 
there aren't any scientific evidence for either of these claims, but that doesn't mean they're not true. But studies do show that this kind of breathing helps sharpen your focus and your energy. So it's not only making you feel calmer because it is engaging your parasympathetic nervous system, but also feeling more invigorated. So to do it, you isolate each nostril, breathing in through one of them at a time and exhaling through the other. So it does take a little bit of practice to get it right, but it can be a really powerful relaxation tool. Again, this is something you could try in the middle of a very stressful workday, very stressful day at home, before a big presentation, because not only will it relax the heart rate, bring that heart rate down, control the breathing, but it'll also make you feel like you have a clearer head and you're invigorated and ready to go. There are a whole slew of other techniques. So I'm just going to mention them. And this article goes into them in more detail. So the pursed lip breathing, lion's breath, five finger breathing, Holotropic breath work. So, holotropic breath work, I'll just pause here. It actually uses a rapid, controlled breathing pattern. So, it's very different than the ones I described previously, because the ones I described previously really is about a slowing down of the breath. The holotropic breathing uses rapid, controlled patterns to help you enter what's often referred to as this alter state of consciousness, this dreamlike experience. And it's said to help you cope with mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, chronic stress. This is a technique that behavioral health therapy employs to help people through trauma. So I'm sharing that there are these other techniques, but some of the techniques really shouldn't be tried without a trained facilitator. So as you Google, or as you look into this article, please be mindful that there are some that are safe and can be used at any point in time and can be practiced and quite frankly, should be practiced daily. And then there are others that you really want to have a trained professional walk you through it, teach you, use it intentionally to get the outcomes you're looking for. Another type of breath work is breathwork meditation. And some people think that breathwork and meditation always go together, and that's not the case. The breathwork patterns that I have been describing, whether it be the diaphragmic breathing or the box breathing or any of the others, those can be done at any point in time. It doesn't have to be at a point where you're trying to get yourself into a meditative state. However, breathwork and meditation can go together and go together very well. So you can the terms used here could be breathwork meditation, or you might hear it as meditative breathwork. And they're referring to combining these two elements and practices for you to be able to calm the mind and the body together. And it allows this interface between the mind and the body to either separate them out or to combine them based on what it is you are trying to accomplish. So for example, body scan meditation harnesses this deep breathing and this mindfulness to help you feel grounded and aware and connected to your body. So 
suggestions here are after you've had a stressful day or after a difficult workout, becoming more mindful and in tune with your body so that then you can address areas of tightness very intentionally are when you can combine that meditative state being very physically aware with that breath work. So what are some tips for getting started? Dr. Young in this article shares that for those that are new, finding someplace quiet, and yes, you can do breath work just about anywhere, but when you're starting out, it might be best to carve out a peaceful time and space for it. Sit in a quiet place, find your calm, but don't pressure yourself to empty your mind. And we hear that a lot when people are talking about breath work or talking about meditation. And I don't know about you, but anytime someone has told me to clear my mind, it actually has the reverse effect. All the thoughts seem to come rushing in. So don't worry about pressuring yourself to empty your mind. Once you start paying close attention to your thoughts, you'll see really how active they are. And that can be really distracting and quite frankly, disheartening if you thought that breath work or meditation is to help you clear your mind, but it's just not realistic. So instead, just become aware of the thoughts. Maybe instead focus on a word or a mantra. Choose a phrase to think about as you breathe. It helps ground your thinking into a singular focus. Really pay attention to the breathing pattern and to the parts of you physically, your body that are engaged in that breathing pattern. So for example, if you are doing the diaphragmic breathing or the belly breathing, really pay attention to your body relaxing and your belly expanding, holding, and contracting. And it's really important as you're starting out on your breathwork journey to practice. Practice five to 10 minutes a day. It really doesn't take that long. And practice doesn't make perfect. There's no perfect breathing pattern. You are trying to find the breathing pattern that resonates with you and fits the context that you're in. But when you do breathwork practices on a regular basis, you are able to retrain your nervous system so that it goes into a more relaxation response or that parasympathetic response much more easily in the future. I encourage each of you to lean into your breath, not only during this holiday season, but throughout the upcoming year. Give yourself permission to take time to breathe to live life, to give, to love, to reflect, to be present, and to just be. Join me in the Becoming My Stronger Me Facebook group as we talk about questions and reflections from this episode, or send me a message on Instagram at StrongerMe, sharing your story, your questions, your reflections. I'd love to hear from you. Let's learn from each other and build a supportive community so that you can become your stronger you.